On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we are breaking it down. Michigan State traveling to Piscataway to take on Rutgers. And we've got Fate Friday on a Thursday. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, January 28th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I am joined by my holding the line with diamond strong hands co-host, Matt Sheehan. Mm -hmm. How's it going, Matt? I... I missed MSU basketball, but man, like we're the last three or so weeks very healthy for for your boy over here. Um, I, I haven't felt an angst like this in uh, quite some time. Will even even the sports gambling hasn't brought out this hmm. beast in me in, in a hot minute. So, yeah, hey, you know what? We're back, baby. Uh, Spartan hoops. They hey, they boarded the plane. They uh, landed. We're, we're back, Will. We're, we're doing this thing tonight. We're we're doing it. Oh God, oh God, we're doing it. Oh no. Are you a uh, a part owner of any companies as of late? Yeah, well, you know me. Me and movies go way back. <laughs> sure. So, and they say invest in what you know. So, I am a stakeholder in uh, AMC Entertainment uh, Corporation or LLC or whatever the hell they are. Um, yeah, a- 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 I've, I've dabbled in some some AMC. Yeah, there you go, that a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On today's show, we're gonna break down Michigan State taking on Rutgers' first game in twenty days. The slightly shorthanded Spartans unit. We're going to break down the matchup and talk about uh, how we see this sucker going. And then we'll finish up the show with Fade Friday on a Thursday. Because we're not going to have time to do it on tomorrow's episode. And this way we get to talk about a Michigan State game in Fade Friday. So that is the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast, Matt. Are you ready? Well, what? Hmm? What'd you say? I, I asked if you're ready. No, I'm not ready, Will. That's what I thought you said. Of course I'm not ready. God. Well, let's talk about it for the next 20 or so minutes. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it anyway. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with like a recap of how the last Rutgers game went? I mean, this is it interesting well. territory to be in. I, I don't even know where to start with this one. It went well. Michigan State beat Rutgers 68-45 to three weeks ago, January 5th. Michigan State played one game. Since then. <laughs> yep, and it did not go well. Uh, you know what? It hasn't been going too well for Rutgers either. It has <laughs> Even though ever yeah, since walking away from East Lansing. Let's catch the people up. Uh, so that was yeah. uh, that loss to Michigan State was Rutgers' second loss in a row and their third mm-hmm. loss in four Big Ten games. Or the last four Big Ten games. They did beat Illinois mixed in there as well, and they beat Purdue. Since then, they have lost to Ohio State and Wisconsin, both at home. They went to Penn State and lost, and then they went to Indiana and finally got back in the win column with a 74 to 70 win over the Hoosiers putting them at 8 and 6 on the season 4 and 6 in Big 10 play they have plummeted plummeted uh, safe to say yeah in advanced efficiency numbers uh when they came to East Lansing they're the number 19 team in the country on Ken Palm they are currently number 41 Matt mm, yeah that's a little dip they have started shooting i remember we talked not about good. this not good yeah not te- on wood. Hold you on. know yeah. 
Terrible free throw shooting team generally translate to uh, bad three point shooting. They were really bad at free throws and really great. I think they're like a top 25 three-point team and one of the worst free-throw shooting teams in the country, and that has since regulated. They've dropped like 70 spots in three-point yeah. percentage in their last one, two, three, four, five games. So, yeah, they've, they've fallen back to earth uh, quite a bit, Matt. Safe to say, yeah, and also like Jacob Young, too, he was her point guard. He's really fallen apart on the stretch here. I think he had, what, four turnovers against Penn State? And that's very uncharacteristic for Rutgers. Like, as a state fan, you're four turnovers. It's like, oh, yeah, that happens to players every once in a while. But not like Rutgers is, you know, albeit they are having a big slide right now, but they still are one of the best teams at holding on to the ball. Like, they only yeah. turn over the ball on 14.7% of the time, which is top 15 in the country, but still. Yeah. Uh, that slide by Jacob Yun too. I think he had three turnovers even the day before that. Four. Um, he has been relegated to the bench. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and bad shooting doesn't even like say it though, man. <laughs> like, oh boy, uh, two for nineteen from three, two of seven from the free throw line. Uh, in that that loss against oh god, who they play after Ohio State? I'm blanking right now. I'm so sorry. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, thank you. Yeah, that's not gonna win you games. Uh, mm-hmm. you had a fifty to thirty five rebounding margin against the Badgers, but yeah. Two for 19 from three, two for seven from the line, just seven trips to the line in general. And that's not going to get it done here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a quite the slide. But, hey, you know what? Geo Baker got his Indiana medicine and found 19 points out of nowhere. So that, that'll give you a win against the Hoosiers when a guy like Geo Baker can find that out of his you-know-what. Yeah, well, you mentioned you. Jacob Young heading to the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geo Baker is someone who we are very familiar with who has been playing college basketball for the last 97 years. He um, used to guard Aaron Kraft, right? Like, yeah. Him and Kalen Lucas would go at it. I, I remember those days. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> he's like, he's still in the starting lineup. He's been in the starting lineup for the last little bit here, but he's kind of seen an increase in role. Like, his possessions are up. He's mm-hmm. taken more shots. He had been relegated behind Harper, behind Young. Um, yeah, behind even Montez Mathis, probably. Uh, although Montez Mathis has also been sent to uh, sent to the bench. He had Guantanamo at this point, right? Yeah, he played three minutes their last game. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's going to be a different Rutgers team than we saw, but I don't know that it's necessarily a better Rutgers team. That's fair. Yeah, like. We've seen the Geo Baker experience. Ron Harper's efficiencies have tanked. Geo Baker has never, ever been an efficient player and is incredibly inefficient this year. Is actually, um, yeah, this is second worst season ever in terms of efficiency, um, which for him, kind of saying a lot. Um, so anytime you add a guy like that, more minutes, more possessions. It's not going to bode well for the offense. Yeah, the immediate result against Indiana was nice, but we've seen that plenty with him. Uh, they are also breaking in. I cannot say his name. His first I name's... know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Clifford is his first name. Mm-hmm. I think it's Omarui. That, uh, that's my best bet at yeah. it. Yeah. He has only played in nine games this year. He was out last time these two played. He's a big uh, true freshman who was a pretty well-ranked uh, recruit. I'm not sure if he was in the top 100. He was definitely a four-star. But he's sort of gotten worked back in as playing you know, 15, 17, and 12 minutes his last three games. Hasn't been 
outstanding in those games has uh you know makes a lot of twos terrible from the free throw line gets to the line a ton can block some shots uh rebounds okay but he's you know he's 611 240 you'd want him to rebound better he's i think he's just like an okay player he's a freshman and he's playing more big minutes for them so i think that kind of lets you know where things are <laughs> shaken out for this team um yeah, Miles Johnson still doing his thing, still can't hit free throws. That's that. That's the thing that concerns me from a Rutgers personnel standpoint. Like, listen, there are bigger worries to have on MSU's side, but mixing in Cliff a little bit more uh, than just having Miles Johnson out there because, well, we all know what happened last time he went yeah. over seven from the line. It really was a non-factor in the game. Um, yeah, Cliff's a solid player. And just to go back to his recruiting ranking, well, he wasn't top 100. He was top 50. There you uh, go. T- yeah, uh, 24-7. So he's a solid player, but yeah, I mean, Raw's a freshman, but still, like, hey, you know, I know it's been three weeks. Maybe we've forgotten about MSU's big man situation. Not great. Not, great. Not ideal. So, yeah, we yeah. have uh, two big guys to go against. Uh, both are probably fine to, to defend, but still, like, it's just such a, you know, wide on MSU's end that I could just, in theory, see a big man going off on any given night. So, yeah, that's so, where I'm at. I guess the main thing to take away here from Rutgers and where they're sort of at, they're a bit in flux too. They're swapping guys in, swapping guys out, breaking in a freshman who missed a chunk of time, adding Geo Baker back into like their primary five-man unit. Uh, You know, it's a bit of a mess, especially on the offensive end. They were 17th in offensive efficiency when these two teams played back in January 5th. They're now 57th, Matt. Yeah, that's that's going down the Tower of Terror right there for all you uh, Disney World fans. But yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's not sudden. not great. Uh, like I said, the shooting's falling off. They they aren't getting to the free throw line hardly as much as they were. And Matt, they are the second worst free throw shooting team in the country by percentage. Uh, not okay. Not to go all John Cheney here. Um, if anyone gets this reference, but anytime Miles Johnson gets the ball, I, I'm talking. Two arms right across his forearms <laughs> when he goes up for the layup. Like it, I'm not going to go full John Cheney completely and say rough him up verbatim, but you kind of get the point I'm trying to say here. Get that man on the free throw line yeah. for at minimum 10 shots. At minimum 10 shots. He'll probably go probably 8 of 10 now that we're saying this, but hey, in theory, this is going to work out. Yeah, so given recent trends, it's fair to think that they might have some issues scoring the basketball. There's really no spot that they have a sizable, noticeable advantage. Even with the turnovers, they're second in the Big Ten in Big Ten games and turnover percentage on offense. Michigan State, surprisingly, is the number two team in the conference, in conference games, at forcing turnovers. Mm-hmm. They've done a really good job at that. So even like Rutgers' big strength, which is they use all of their possessions with a shot instead of a turnover, maybe can get negated a little bit by Michigan State. But fortunately for Rutgers... They are playing a team that is equally in flux and equally a mess on offense. We'll talk about the Michigan State angle to this game in just a second. But first, a word from rockauto.com. Rockauto, hey, if you got a car, you should go to rockauto. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? 
gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You would do it if you're a big clown. That's, that's the only do reasoning. If you were a giant clown instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. The best, the greatest, the comfiest, the stylishest, the best. The, the stylishest? stylishest ish ish home field is the number one top college football vintage apparel company in the world 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 it's true in the world they make incredibly comfortable officially licensed collegiate apparel they have sweet vintage marks from old programs yearbooks they got an awesome michigan state vintage line that they dropped back in august they are fantastic if you have not checked those shirts out sweatshirts Please go do so, homefieldapparel.com. And it's not just big schools like Michigan State. They got all the directional schools in Michigan. They got Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM. And also they've got Hope College, Matt. Fire up Dutch, Will. And that is to go with hundreds of other schools across the country with fantastic gear for all of them. And right now you can get 20% off your first purchase of Home Field Apparel at homefieldapparel.com. Dot com with promo code on Spartans. That's one word on Spartans. One more time. 20% off your first purchase of home field apparel gear at homefieldapparel.com. Promo code on Spartans. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. All right, Matt, I want to start this segment by hurting you. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> if, if you're going to go the same way I was going to take this segment, then um, A, that's just great synergy we have in this podcast, but B, yeah, it's about to get very sad here and very concerning. Okay, so Gabe Brown is not going to be playing in this game? Yeah, we're going down the same road. Okay. There's probably a chance. I, I, th- I mean, Josh Langford's on the trip. We're not sure how much he's going to play. He is just now eligible to return from his 17-day sit-down. And he's only only eligible because he had reported symptoms a few days before his positive test. So he is eligible. Let's say he is quite limited. Maybe he plays like 10 minutes, okay? Okay. I think that's a fair estimation. We'll sort of see where he's at. COVID impacts everybody differently. Maybe he had very few, very mild symptoms and is just ready to rip and play 28 minutes. We'll see. Anyway, without Langford and without Brown on the floor, the Michigan State offense is a catastrophe, Matt. That's, if if I'm going off this fine newsletter that, that I read on this mm-hmm. fine day, um, because sometimes it's the things you love that hurt you the most, and I yeah. do love this newsletter, and I was very hurt reading this. Um, Catastrophe's putting it lightly. Well, Let me just, I'm going to read from it. Spartansworld.substack.com, okay? Yeah, yeah, do it, yeah. I'm just going to read here. If you're listening at home. Uh, yeah. yeah, so go subscribe. I'm going to read for a minute, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Great. What will be greatly impacted by the loss of Brown and probable limitations on Langford is MSU shooting, which isn't all that great with them in the lineup. As a team, Michigan State shoots 34.7% from three, 
which ranks 119th in the country. If we just pull out Brown and Langford's three-point attempts, that number drops to 31.9%, which would rank 233rd in the country. But we can't just do that. We have to look at lineups. <laughs> There's, more. There's more. We have to look at lineups without Brown and Langford on the floor. And that, Matt, that is where things get ugly. In lineups where neither Gabe Brown nor Josh Langford are on the floor, Michigan State is shooting 21.9% from three, which would be the worst rate in the country by a decent margin. So, even after pulling out their shooting numbers, there has been an additional 10% decline in perimeter shooting when neither player is on the floor. Why the additional decline? Gravity. Not Sir Isaac Newton gravity, but positional (laughs) gravity. Langford and Brown are both very respected shooters. They alter defenses when they are on the court. Their gravity pulls defenders further out from the lane and away from other players that they're defending. It's like the relationship from between the earth and the moon. When that happens, it's harder for defenses to scramble, rotate, and close out on other shooters. Brown and Langford create space for other shots even when they aren't touching the ball. And it's not just threes. Michigan State's shooting from two drops from 52% with them on the floor and 50.8% overall as a team for the season to 44.7% when neither player is on the floor. That is despite Brown not taking many twos and Langford being inefficient on twos. When they aren't on the floor, the lane gets clogged and defenses get to play in a smaller box, which is easier. Overall, Michigan State has an effective field goal percentage of 53% when both guys are on the floor. As a team for the season, Michigan State has an effective field goal percentage of 51.2%. When neither Brown nor Langford are on the court, Michigan State has an effective field goal percentage of 41.2%. That last number, 41.2%, would rank 343rd in the country, 6th Worst among teams that have actually played a game. My face looks like probably how like everyone in Melvin Capital's face looked when they realized what <laughs> is happening with GameStop. And, and we didn't even uh, we didn't even need Reddit. No, did, did, did not even need the fine people of Reddit to jump in this one. Well, uh, we record on uh, at night. It is Wednesday night. Tonight, uh, I, I'm going to be saying some bedtime prayers for uh, St. Joey Hauser, St. Rocket Watts. Uh, p- please just get started from three like early. Find that stroke early. Get, get, suck that gravity out to the arc because, man, like fitting you guys hitting threes and I, I don't know who else it could be. Like, will Foster even get enough spin to make an say, impact from behind the arc? Key. I mean, Sneaky key in this game. Foster lawyer, honestly. I know, I know, I know. And of course, like Malik Hall, yeah, he shoots 41%, but also, like, there's only been two games this year where he shot more than one three-pointer. Like, he's, he's not comfortable with doing it. Like, he's he's okay at it, but uh, I don't know if he's going to sustain 41%, first of no. all. And no, second of all, even the bigger one, he just doesn't like to shoot, as we all know, but he might be asked to do it. He might, he might just have to. And here's another thing, too, is like, MSU didn't kill Rutgers with the three last game. They only mm-hmm. made six of them the first mm-hmm. time these two teams met. But still, like I, I just go back to that gravity sentence that you said. It's just that that'll change the, com- the complexities of Rutgers' defense. Uh, will it allow Aaron Henry to slash the way he did last game? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's who's to say? Uh, we'll, we'll find out tonight. Stay tuned. Here's I'm, the good news. Here's the good side. Oh, Here's good the news. okay side. Okay. 
Rutgers has been falling the hell out of their opponents lately. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, Rocket, you got to get to the line like eight times, man. And Michigan State, after really doing a, a poor, flatly, a poor job getting to the free throw line, their first, uh, really most of the season, and then their first handful of conference games, uh, against Minnesota, got to the line 18 times. Against Nebraska, got to the line 26 times. Against Rutgers, last time out, got to the line 19 times. Against Purdue, got to the line 25 times. Michigan State currently, as we're recording this, ranks 31st in the country in free throw percentage, 76.6%. And their free throw rate is going up, up, up. And Rutgers on defense is also going up, up, up. So... If your Michigan State Spartans can overcome their shooting woes that we're probably going to see by getting into the lane, if it's clogged, maybe there's more bodies, maybe you can get to the line a little bit more, that is the best way in the half court they're going to be able to overcome what is sure to be just a dismal shooting performance. Okay. And, and... (laughs) Yeah. Josh Langford and Gabe Brown don't get to the free throw line. When they're off the court, the team free throw rate goes up. True. So you lose shooting, but in theory, more Hogard, get into the lane, more Henry possessions, get into the lane. I don't know, more Hauser touches in the low post. He does a good job drawing drawing fouls. We'll see. Can, can I ask a quick question? We, we don't need to uh, go on this one too sure. long. But, like, who, if you had to put it up to someone on the team, who's the most important player tomorrow? Is it just back at Henry, like the guy who lit the world on fire no. last time his two teams met? I think or? it's Joey Hauser. That same. Just because of the whole, like, he, he could really space out the floor. Um, he yeah, can space the floor, and he's got to be a strong number two in this game. Someone yeah, has man. to be. You need someone to help Henry because you're losing – a couple guys that can chip in eight to twelve points on a given night, sometimes more. And mm-hmm. and Brown and if if Langford is limited, you know he's a, he'd actually been playing pretty well. Had scored in double figures his last three games. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough for him to get into double figures on this one. Other than that, it's like okay, yeah, Rocket has a good game. He can get into double figures. Anyone else on the team? It's like yeah, I'm not counting on scoring from really anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Henry Hauser's going to have to. He's going to have to get 18 points, 16 points. If he can get 20, beautiful. But it's going to have to look he's going to have to look like the non-conference where he's at, you know, getting 10 every single game, occasionally 15, getting to the Christmas 20s Hauser's a couple times. Need. Simple as yeah. that. Christmas Hauser. Not even. Just like get 18. Get 18. Yeah. Which Great. he hasn't scored in double figures since Christmas day. So we'll see. But yeah, he would be my most important guy, the last thing real quick, uh, Rutgers is struggling on the glass defensively. Michigan State, yeah. pretty solid on the offensive glass. Um, let's see, where am I at? There he is. Langford does a pretty good job, actually has like a two, getting offensive rebounds. He's got a nice offensive rebound rate for a guy his size, but he's not really the one you're kind of looking to. Hauser, Kithier, Hall. Those are going to be the guys. Bingham, if he if he gets minutes, like those are going to be the guys. Get some work done on the offensive glass. Get extra possessions. Get extended possessions. Get easy putbacks, and get out in transition. Those are the keys. Easy as that. Well, easy as that. Is that enough to cover 
Well, I guess you don't have to cover if you're plus two and a half, but... Are they now? Uh, yeah, BetOnline.ag has them at plus two and a half, but uh, you know what, Will? <laughs> Talk about that next segment on Fade Friday! Fade Friday and a Thursday, last thing, Ken Palm has this as a 73-70 to 70 win for Rutgers, 40% chance of victory for your Michigan State Spartans. All right, Fade Friday on a Thursday, coming up here in a sec, but first, a word from BetOnline. .ag! We are going to preview some games with picks, and we're also going to do a little weekend event. we got a weekend event. We're going to do a little mm-hmm. special thing, and we're going to give you some picks as well. We'll tell you about that in just a second. Matt. Wait, was that so? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. No, no, I'm just like, I'm resetting. I, I was spacing the, out there the across sport prop bets for the Super you're okay, Bowl. You're I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Well, if you want to bet on these things that we're going to tell you about, if you want to bet on the Spartans, there's only one place that has you covered in one place. We trust that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on. One word locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. You got some props there, some cross sport props, Matt. I mean, that's the best part about the Super Bowl is the cross-board props. And uh, this this is one of the tough ones that I got my eyes on here. A lot of them are, like, weighted with the money line and everything. But this is even at both at minus 120. It is Tom Brady pass completions or total first quarter points by the New York Knicks that day. Wow. Both probably going to be humming, like, in the mid-20s. I'm going to go pass completions just because I think that Bucks are going to be having the chase late. Brady's going to have to uncork it a little bit in the fourth quarter. That's just where my logic who goes. Knicks, who are the Knicks playing? It doesn't matter that they're sometimes yeah. they just play themselves. So that, that's they're what I'm okay. Go Brady hey, here. the Knicks are okay this they're year. They're fine. They're fine. I, I yeah, know. That okay. was a cheap Knicks joke there. Yeah, one of the best defenses in the league, actually. Hey, there we go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, good, good Knicks. Good, sold good the game down so Brady can throw. <laughs> it's a good thing you're betting on NBA games. Well, if you want to bet on that cross <laughs> sport parlay for not parlay but cross sport pop prop for the Super Bowl, you can. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On. One word locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar! Had the raspberry one today. Mighty, mighty tasty. One of the classics. It is. It is a classic flavor. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they've got a new and improved formula that has made it even more delicious, Matt. They've got 18 amazing flavors. What's your favorite? You know what? I was very impressed by cookies and cream yesterday, but I still got to go with my classic toffee almond for best flavor out there. I'm going carrot cake. I hear you. I hear you. A shocker. A shocker and an upset. (laughs) Upset of the century. Carrot cake is my number one. There are 18 amazing flavors, and they're always trotting out new ones. Every now and then they had a cookie dough one not too long ago over Christmas. Mm-hmm. There was like a peppermint candy cane one. Sure. Lots of new flavors. You need to check them out. BuiltBar.com. All these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. And they're not just delicious on your taste buds, Matt, but they are delicious on your body. Body! They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Their stats are going to knock the socks off your protein bar like the coconut almond bar 18 grams of protein 180 calories 5 grams of sugar 5 grams net carbs go to builtbar.com use promo code locked on one word locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order that's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference and with Big Ten, Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten podcast, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt, it's time for Fade Friday on a Thursday. Why don't you take the lead on this one? 
Sure, guys, you, I mean, you know the drill by now. We've only done this one week, but it's a pretty easy segment. Uh, we're each going to give four picks based on the lines on betonline.ag, and we're also going to put units on it, anywhere from one to three units How based on do? confidence. Uh, three units is the highest confidence. One is like, hey, we're feeling pretty good about it, but we're not going to go nuts on this one. Um, well, I tabulated the records from last yes. week. Did, did you, do you, you want me to say them or no? They weren't good. Ah, yours truly on this side of the microphone went three and one. I'm up wow. four units on the year. Surely that'll last the entire season. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, you, the, the handsome gentleman uh, on the other end of the microphone here, uh, one and three down five units. That, that's that, okay. That'll happen. That's okay. These, these things happen. Uh, the, the McGregor over two and a half rounds. Oh, uh, that, 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 that didn't really nope. pan out the way it nope. should have. Um, nope. Anyway, but Will... We got one game that's uh, very near and dear to the hearts of uh, many people listening to this podcast to start mm-hmm. things off. It is the Michigan State Rutgers men's basketball game. Yes. Uh, Michigan State is, excuse me, two and a half point underdogs. The over under is 141. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a stab at each of those. I'm sure you will too. Uh, yep. Do you want to give this one the first start, Will? My first one, three units. Oh, under heavens. yeah do you know what we are locked up right there i'm only gonna do two i'm not uh, as brave as you are but yeah i'm yeah. under 141 big time here yep ken palm has 143 vegas has 141 i wouldn't be shocked if this was like 126 both these teams mm-hmm. struggling on offense neither mm-hmm. one of them can shoot yep it's gonna be a rock fight yep i i just i mean it certainly can happen we know that um, I just don't see an awesome path to getting over 141 points. So my my three unit bet to start us off, sure under on this game. Yeah, I don't know how I'm feeling about a team coming off uh, three weeks of no basketball, yeah. missing two of their top three point shooters. Uh, just, I mean, we talk about just the chemistry too. Like they've only been practicing as a full team once again for the last three days. Uh, not sure if anyone remembers the last game, but 14 first-half turnovers committed by the Spartans against the Scarlet Knights. Could get a little sloppy. Um, yeah, I think the only way this goes over 141 is uh, the, the, the dreaded overtime, which is a, a great way to lose an underbet, as we know. But yeah, I'm, I'm only going to sprinkle two units on this one, Will. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. How do you like the uh, plus two and a half line for your Spartans? Or are you getting all, all Scarlet Knights here on this one? So I, I don't know where this opened on betonline.ag. It did open at two and a half on betonline. Okay. It did. I'm going to take the points. Okay. I've seen this one kind of all over the place. It really, yeah. I, I've seen Michigan State as a slight favorite. I've seen Rutgers as a slight favorite. It's yep. within a, a few points either way. I, gosh, I, I just think, I don't know. I think Michigan State wins this game. I, I just, they're going to, I think, be really excellent defensively uh their lineups with gabe brown off the floor have been actually better defensively like by a decent margin yeah, I, so. I think yeah. yeah i think some of that is fluky but some of it is grounded in like hey maybe he's not playing awesome defense this year mm-hmm. we'll see about langford i like what we saw from bingham on the defensive end and i think with sissoko probably limited he might get some more spin there and he'll be the number two center behind kithier and if he's playing well he might end up getting more minutes than kithier rutgers uh, they're just kind of you know like we talked about a mess on offense i I really think 
Michigan State can hold them to a very low number and just do a really good job. Like, the offense is going to be tough. We know that. But, like, just go out there and try really hard and, and play aggressive defense. And, you know, like they had their last couple of games, I think they can do that. All right. Everyone get your umbrellas out. I'm, uh, oh, it's about time for units. Two ran units. in the parade. Okay, two units on that one. Yeah, I'm just going to do a cowardly one unit on this one, but I'm also going to be a Debbie Downer and ran in everyone's parade right now. Um, I'm going to do Rutgers minus two and a half here. Coward. I, I, listen, I, it's a coward in two ways because, one, I'm just doing one unit, but the other is like I'm, I'm just scared to have any faith in Michigan State right now. I mean, not only sure. have they not played for three weeks, but – Let's all remember what happened before those three weeks here. Yeah, they got a few good wins uh, against Nebraska and Rutgers, but ooh, they had some moments out there that, oh, no. Oh, no, this isn't good. So, yeah, it's a back-in-the-wall situation, but, man, it's also uh, a bad situation when you're only having three days' worth of practice full as a team. You're missing two players. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go Rutgers minus two and a half here, Will. Um, yeah. What's your, are you sticking with college basketball for your next two picks here, or, or can we gear I'm this up to golf. another sport? Hell, yeah, well, let's go. Put We're me back in my happy place right on a golf course. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Give me your give me your two picks. for. We got the Farmers Insurance Open this week, Matt. Yes. Starts Thursday. Mm-hmm. Fun time with some of these, you know, matchup bets here. Yes, sir. And I've got two matchup bets, but with the same golfer will. Now, where is this tournament being played at? Oh, it's being played at Torrey Pines it is. South. Oh, how about that? Well, Justin Ray Golf on Twitter, that is, once again, Justin Ray Golf, sprinkled some knowledge on us about Tony Finau, baby. That's right. He hasn't won in roughly 18 years, but that does not matter because he <laughs> has had 75 birdies or better at Torrey Pines South in the last four years. That is the best out of anyone over a four-year span. He is fifth in strokes gained at that course, and he also had a tie for fifth place at uh, American Express last weekend. Now, the matchup bet is nice because... I could still have a Tony Fino meltdown on Sunday that he always has, but still be able to win. So I'm going to do his matchup against Patrick Reed and his matchup against Hideki Matsuyama. Fino is actually favored by one and a half strokes total on the weekend against both gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, Patrick Reed, like he's a solid golfer, incredible short game, but uh, you know who doesn't have a good short game is Hideki Matsuyama. Kind of rough on the putting green. So I'm going to go fee now here over both those guys. Just just dabbling one unit on each of those. So that rounds out my four for, for the week here, Will. Okay. I like that. I'm going to take a hack. Yeah. And then I'm going to give you a, a, a safer thing. All right. Love this. I'm going Rom McElroy Shoffley. Love this. At plus 223. Yeah. You get the three of them first the field. I'm going plus 223. I'm doing one unit. Small bet. Sure. To try to make some hay there. John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, and Xander Shoffley against the field. That's my one. Love that. And then I'm going all the way to the 140 tee off time, and I'm looking at Sung JM. Yeah, you are, baby. Let's go. Team Sung J. I'm looking at Sung JM, and I know he's in good form, Matt. He's a fine golfer, man. He, he is very, very consistent, or at a, least whenever I watch him. He's a fine golfer, playing well right now, moving up the rankings, but that stops now. Oh, no. Oh, my. Okay, I got to cross that off. I thought you were going to bet on him. Oh, no. I'm taking Brooks 
Kepka. Ah, he's back, baby. <laughs> who was not in good form last weekend. No! <laughs> to take Sung J M in round one, plus 100. I've got Kepka, plus 100 to have a better first round score than Sung J M. Two units, Matt. Wow, two units, and that's just first round, correct? Just first round. Love it. That's strong, man. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, Brooks can turn it on whenever. He usually saves it for the majors, but uh, Farmer's Insurance has got to be close enough to a major, right? It's a good, it's a good tournament. It's it's the gear up for my favorite tournament of the entire year, which is the uh, Waste Management Open over in Phoenix. So that's <laughs> in, in my eyes, tournament. this this is a great prep time for for the golfers. There you go. All right. Well. That's four picks. Surely all eight are going to hit here. I mean, well, actually, that's impossible as we went uh, away from each other on the Rutgers and MSU game. But other than that, fade them all. Somehow, fade them all. Figure it out. You guys are smarter than we are. Fade it all. Yeah, go for it. Win yourself some money. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the uh, the game and then quickly preview, turn the page, and preview Michigan State taking on Ohio State this weekend. Matt, yeah, you're not going to get this one. Trivia. You're okay. not going to get this one. Uh, it's Thursday, January 28th. Uh, what former Spartans baseball coach is credited with developing the radar speed gun to clock the speed of pitches? Um, I don't know. Danny Litweiler. Not in a thousand years would I have gotten that one correct. Danny, congratulations. Uh, you you're a very, it. very tough answer to a very, very tough trivia question. You did go, it. Go green.